0: Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Kluck, joined, as always, in studio by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we have some topics on tap today that, that quite frankly, uh, I, I don't know that I care a whole lot about them. So if you hear what sounds like a guy eating leftover risotto in his studio, that I would be that guy.
1: Baby, how is that leftover risotto? Can I ask?
0: It's nice, baby. And the thing about risotto, here's the thing about risotto. It, it's supposed to be kind of creamy. Yeah. And like it gets a little richer and creamier the second day. So well, that's I
1: actually, what I was going to ask. Kind of like reheating, like, uh, like like what would you compare it to? Like reheating and it's actually better the second day.
0: Dude, I don't know. Lasagna? I feel like some suits are yeah, like Yeah, lasagna, lasagna, right? Lasagna can be like yeah. that. Yeah, the flavors just kind of, they kind of mellow, man. They kind of deepen. I I, I don't know. I like it. It works for me. Well, t- guys, give me a second. I'm going to have my wife make some
1: risotto and then put it in the fridge so that I can reheat it and have it tomorrow That's real quick.
2: Genius. Hey, Ted, I'm assuming that you'll bring a higher level of interest to the episode we will be recording very shortly. That is all sports all the time. Does will that will that scratcher you itch a little bit more? I think so, man. Okay. I think
0: I, I think maybe I'm saving myself for that episode. That's Wait a minute. Good. How
2: come I'm how come I have never heard
0: of? Well, uh, we discussed that. this last
2: week, Ronnie, and, and we said, why don't we do a sports episode? And uh, Ted and I figured we wouldn't inflict that on you. So it was more like us wow. being nice to you, not leaving you out.
1: Yeah, but now I feel like you left me out because it's like this behind the scenes like thing that happened that I wasn't a part of. And now I am I feel like my <laughs> so, life doesn't okay, have any meaning. So,
2: so this is one of those social social situations where you really wanted the invitation just so you could turn oh. it down. Well, of course. I mean, yeah. of course. Ronnie, would you like to stay on with us to record an episode focused on the NFL playoffs?
1: You know what? I uh, I appreciate that offer, guys, but um, the answer would be absolutely not. And thank you for asking,
2: though. Well, absolutely. Well, and I'm, I'm sorry you couldn't. I'm sorry you couldn't <laughs> join us.
1: I know you it's just you... it's just scheduling conflicts, right? Because you guys know I'd be all about that. You know, I wouldn't even hesitate being a part of that. right? Yeah,
2: but you've, you had to go make a pour over for 27 minutes. And so you just can't. <laughs> right. That's what it is. I got to make pour overs. Right. I'd have nothing better to do today but
1: do pour overs. Right. It's part of my sermon prep. So there you go.
0: Pipe, you know what we did just then? We enacted a, a, a little piece of something in the South, uh, which I will call just kind of ritualized politeness. You know what I'm Such saying? A great phrase. Yeah. We, we extended Ronnie the invitation, knowing full well that he wouldn't be a part of it knowing full well that we didn't even want him necessarily to be a part and, of it and that's the key part
2: of southern ritualized politeness is that you invite people hoping that they won't come
1: and you it's, know what i appreciate that because as a northerner i probably wouldn't have uh, extended the same courtesy to you gents
0: right exactly and i and i think uh, big r pipe and i both have uh you know we're both men of the north in a sense i mean in the in that we're both new to it's the true. south so that's true I think I still think like a northerner in terms of all these like social graces. You know what I mean? Yes. Like so maybe that's been there. the issue. Was that thinking. was the issue. Yeah. You know. Pipe. Yeah. Do you do you feel like southerners are more polite? Um, I
2: feel like they have they have a higher bar for like outward politeness. You know, uh-huh. so there's just this this uh, I, it's like syrupy sweetness. Oh yeah. You know where. It, it's it, they're much they're much more warmer on the outside so when they meet a more brusque sort of direct uh northerner mm-hmm. they they consider it to be very rude um mm-hmm. i find southern politeness to be largely disingenuous so it's right. it's hard to it's hard to to separate politeness from um treating people well and i and i don't think southern politeness treats people any better than like northern brusqueness does Interesting. Mm. Do you guys have any
1: issues with people sort of like detecting from your lack of southern twangness that you're not real natives there? Has that ever happened?
0: Oh, they know I'm not a native.
1: Yeah, I But that's probably know.
0: because you announce it big T. Like you don't want to be known as a Maybe I don't announce it. I announce it by uh, by just the way that I look, the way that I speak. I mean, uh T, I yeah, love that you're saying, dude. It's my life that announces it. I it's love my that. life that announces and it, it. And it, and it's I not like that.
2: it's not like you have some nasally Midwestern accent. You're just not like
0: you're not a son of the South, and it's real apparent. I'm not a son of the South. It's real apparent. And listen, I, I have no beef with the South. I like the South. I live in the South. I have no chip on my shoulder vis a vis the South. Um, it's just that. Like certain guys – and I'm talking about – here, Pipe, and you can push back on this. I'm talking about young guys and old guys. There's a certain look. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Suss that out, Big G. Suss that look out for us. Okay, so the young guy southern look is a sort of like scrubbed, fresh-faced, like swoopy-haired – Yeah, the, the Bama Bangs. The Bama Bangs. Yeah. What?
2: Like yeah, it's, I need some explanation on that. Well, you you know how the hipster haircut has like the razor cut part and the hair kind of slicked back into the side? Yeah. The the Southern clean cut one is it's a little bit longer hair, there's less product, so it's not slicked, and it sort of mm-hmm. combs down across the like across the forehead. And gotcha. it's uh it's it's the way that like Calvin from Calvin and Hobbs had his his hair combed for yes. family pictures. That's uh, right. that's and 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 it often comes with like a neatly pressed like J Crewish kind of shirt. Yes, you know it's very J Crewish shirts, uh, khakis, standard khakis, or or yeah, um, or like dark dark wash jeans if they're if they're going more casual. And if they have to dress up, it's a bow tie. It's always a bow tie. Which mm. you know, I I'm sure I'm going to offend somebody. Bow ties look stupid on anybody. Like they're, ju- they're just a, they're just a dumb piece of apparel. I don't understand bow ties. You look like a toddler in a bow tie. <laughs> yes. I, you look like when your parents used to like, like take dress, you to Sears yeah, for, for Easter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it, and, and people are impressed like, cause you know, some, these guys know how to tie a bow tie. They're not like the clip on ones. Like my mom used to stick me in when I was six, but, uh, mm-hmm. but they look equally as dumb. I just don't get the bow tie. I feel like somebody, they have a button that they need to hit so it spins. That's what uh, I, I just <laughs> – I see a clown.
0: Dude, that would be awesome. You know what? That would redeem the bow tie. If it did actually spin when you hit a button, I like. I'd be down with it. Yeah, I mean, no. surely that's a surely that's a book
1: title right there, big T, Redeeming the Bowtie. I've
0: Redeeming been... the Bowtie, new on Crossway. I'm I'm, I'm writing down chapter <laughs> ideas right now as we You know what? I just talked to Justin Taylor. I've got a I've got a deal, man. It's in the works. It's in development.
1: You know what? I just I just extended it to a 3 book deal for the three of us, so we're in. We're good with <laughs> uh with the with the uh with the uh, added um, you know, a possible adult coloring book to go along with, you know, maybe it's
0: one of the like minimalistic crossway advances or are we getting KDY money here? Well,
1: I don't know. I've never gotten a crossway advance. So are those typically known to be minimalistic? You guys have to enlighten me on that.
0: I think minimalistic for most people, but except for a few people.
2: Yeah, they, they oh, okay. have they have their their minnows and their whales. And uh, okay. so I, I would guess that because of the the niche <laughs> venture that we're describing here, we we might be, be, be more, on, more on the minnow side than the whale side.
0: Niche of a niche of a niche. I mean, can yeah. we get a dolphin
1: or can, you know, I mean, do we just have to be a minnow? Yep, that's it. Or? Uh, those
2: are the options. All right. Minnow Or whale. Got it.
0: Can we be sharks? I want to be a shark. Yeah, boy, we're re- you're really stretching it. You're pushing it right now, Big G. You Baby, listen that. to me. Speaking of something shark-like and something that, that, that deviates from Southern uh, norms vis-a-vis uh, politeness, um, I have to ask a business question of you, gentlemen. Oh, throw it, man. That sounds serious. Have we since last week, since we since we called out, since we put uh, Mission Aware on on blast for our lack of swag? Has there been any communique with that organization? Um,
2: no, they uh, not to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Ronnie has back channels that
0: uh, that I don't know about. But um, we have Ronnie. Do you have back channels? You seem like a back channel having sort of sort of guy.
1: I'm actually a super back-channel dude, um, but I don't have any going on with uh, with MW right now. So uh, I'm, I'm where you guys are at, man. I'm just – I'm patiently yeah, waiting. We, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the day where we're going to get some swag because it's going to feel – guys, here's the thing, man. It's like delayed gratification. <laughs> when we get those – when we get that swag in the mail, it's going to be like Christmas because we've been waiting so patiently.
0: When I keep hearing – Is it going to feel good? I feel like I've I've built it up so much in my mind that it couldn't possibly deliver.
1: When you, when you first hold that Yeti mug in your hand and drink whatever hot drink that you want to stay hot in that thing seven hours later and it's still yeah. hot kind of going into your mouth, that's going to be beautiful, Big T. Let's just be honest about that. But I don't want anyone to th- I mean dude we like we're all like we love M dub right we love missional wear um we're just we're, that. that's, that's well <laughs> I mean we're just pointing out like we just want to have we just want to have the yet. same gear that everybody else has that's all we Yeah we're saying we just
2: here. we just want equal yeah. rights we want we want to have the same opportunities that all of our listeners have except for free absolutely absolutely and we want to have equal
1: pay you know we want to have those things, I would like right? to be paid in, equal I would like to
2: be paid in t-shirts and mugs, and pint glasses, and moleskins, and even a hoodie if they come out with that. that. That this is part of this. Right, this is like being part of this thing called new wave podcasting,
1: man. We want equal swag. That's what we, we want. want. Equal swag, right? It's hard to be us.
0: <laughs> it's, it is. It's just yeah. this is a protest Has, move. Of hashtag source. I'm with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm with us exactly. Hashtag I'm with us. That's what it's all about, pipe.
1: Hashtag I'm with us. I like it, guys. That's that says a lot for how we feel about um,
0: nobody except for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does that, that perfectly encapsulate how I feel? How I feel about
1: us? How do you feel about you, Big T? Can I ask you a question? How do you feel about you? Hashtag I'm
2: with me. What about you, pipe? Oh, hashtag I'm with us. I'm a bit more. I'm a bit more open-minded than Ted. Right. Okay. You're you're, I'm a, you're not so self. consumed am not. I'm not, like I'm not utterly or, self-consumed. I'm just mostly <laughs> self-consumed.
1: Hashtag I'm with us, man. I'm telling you. And if and if our listeners want to get out there and hashtag I'm with us, I think what's going to happen is we're going to create a, a counter movement here that says we're all about us. Because typically, what you find in most, you know, uh, you know, revolutionary organizations is they're, they're about everybody but themselves, right? That's why we're so
2: different. Well, they're they're disingenuously because they want to be known as being about everybody else. But the real thing is they want to be known, which means they're really with themselves. And so the honest hashtag is. I'm, I'm with, with us. us exactly, right?
1: Hashtag I'm with us. We might change the name of the program to I'm with us. I'm, I'm just getting a vision for it right now,
2: I'd, but uh, may, may, boys, maybe that'll be about, maybe Stephen Trogie will steal the idea and start another podcast
0: with it.
1: Hey, before we finish our podcast, let's talk about the new Trogues podcast. We don't have to do it now. I just want to make sure we have a maybe it's your program. Discussing.
0: Let's talk about it right now. You want to talk about it now? We'll talk about it right now.
1: I mean, what what is it called again? Pipe only the good stuff. That's what it's called. I, I blanked out for a minute there. So the first app, it looks like. He had a uh, Paul David Tripp had the stash. talking about like wow. talking about wine when wineries and like uh, what? I don't know what else were they talking about what what were his uh, topics
2: probably right. Presbyterianism or something I don't know what is what is Grace what does Paul Tripp talk about um, is Paul Tripp a Presby I didn't know that he is he was a pastor at 10th Pres for oh, quite a while the uh, the place where oh I didn't know that yeah. oh okay all right hold on I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go like in I'm educated. gonna go in and look okay Doc yeah do a little uh, do a little. Uh, Present show prep. I'm doing show prep as we speak. So, all right. So, it's if you go to the Blazing Center, you can find the uh, the show notes. Uh, Paul Tripp and I talk documentaries. That's Stephen talking, not I. I did not talk to Paul Tripp. Uh, Paul Tripp and I talk documentaries, wine, music, and comedy. Plus, they have a huge giveaway of something. Uh, I don't – oh, it looks like it's a uh, – I don't know. Oh, it's an ESV Reader's Bible, which I, mm-hmm. I hear are nice, but uh, – I haven't gotten any of those either. So, um, yeah. That's because Mission Aware hasn't given
1: us our ESV uh, readers. Right. Come on, Mission Aware. I mean,
2: Do a partnership I mean, with Crossway and send us free things. Man.
1: You know, I haven't been grocery shopping in two weeks. Mission Aware, come on, send me a box of groceries. I mean, when am I getting my groceries? <laughs> yeah,
2: I want good humor okay. bars too. Send me those.
1: Yeah, well, I actually uh, have gotten my of, case uh, of those,
2: so I can't complain about that.
0: So. Speaking of the ESV, man, uh, I, I have a question for you vis-a-vis. The ESV. A lot of vis a vis going on today, I too, but vis-a-vis. I like it.
2: This is great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's funny, man. People in our, you know, little subset of, uh, of evangelicalism, they seem uh, just really, really worked up about the ESV being the only Bible to use. And almost to the degree that they've become. Um, a lot like the the old timey King James people were about the King James being the only Bible to use. Uh, do you guys see this? Is this like a thing where you are? Yeah, it feels
2: more elitist than the King James only. Like King James only. Se- oh, it's definitely elitist. King James only is yeah. sort of like rabid and irrational, is what it always felt like. You know, like they they genuinely believe that God spoke to King James, and that's where the Bible <laughs> came from. Whereas the ESV people, have, which is
0: awesome, that makes it infinitely more entertaining. Yeah, to I mean me. it's
2: it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like you know it's like Thanksgiving with a crazy uncle, and he just starts ranting about stuff. That's that's kind of the KJV only angle. So it's it's kind of more uh, cute than
0: anything. The ESV only angle is like having Thanksgiving with your uncle who's a boring professor.
2: Yeah, who's yeah he's or the the alternative you are like you're your cousin who who is getting an MBA and knows everything about the economy. You know or worse yet your cousin who's in seminary. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, that is worse. I was I was yeah. trying to draw an analogy whereas I think that's actually the people we're talking about, the cousin who's in seminary, <laughs> but uh your actual cousin who's in actual seminary. But yeah, so it's it's much more of the like it's the well actually crowd. You know, oh well well yeah, actually yeah. uh in in Romans where it says this, this is a more accurate translation and and then I yes. and then I stopped listening. But um yeah, it's yes. uh it it two decidedly different tones, but basically the same end. There is only one English Bible to be uh to be considered, apparently.
0: Here's a question the, for you, boy. The elect standard version. Yes. There you go. How do you deal with the well actually people in your real life? How do you how do you deal with them practically? Big R, you seem like a guy who's pretty good at getting along with people. Like what what's your um I don't know what What's your, your do I don't seem like somebody who's
2: good at getting along with people.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, You seem like I'm the kind of guy stunned. who likes arguing with I'm people. I'm stunned. Yeah. You can still answer the question, but uh, but Ronnie,
2: you're good at this, like, so you go first.
0: Yeah, well, dude, Ronnie, I you're you our resident like you know man of the cloth, well, of the cloth. Well, and, MOTC, and resident yeah, likable human. Well, yeah, I don't know about
1: exactly. that. I, I don't know about that. But I don't. Gosh, I don't know. I you know, here's the thing. Like, I know I seem like that, but I actually. Uh, well actually i was about to say are you uh, well actually playing
2: ted
1: right now (laughs) right i am i actually struggle with the well actually crowd like to a degree that is um is just yeah i don't even know what to do about it because there are there are those like typically like the well actually crowd like I, i have a hard time like being friends with them because i just feel like there's an there's like an unreasonableness there that just doesn't really line up with with kind of more of my like logical way of thinking about everything, or look, can we just be honest about things? And, and, um, that well actually thing, it just, I feel like it just knifes, it just puts a knife into the middle of all that. And so it makes me just sort of shy away and not really want to engage at all rather than saying, okay, I'm going to engage with this person, but knowing that they're going to, they're going to W a me, like I don't even want to go there, you know? So I just kind of pull back.
0: Pipe, what are and your I, thoughts on yeah.
1: And I know it? I got a few guys that are like that.
2: From you, well, right I, I think uh, I think Ronnie probably has the the wiser uh, track <laughs> on this. I I alternate between being mature like him and reverting to to college age Barnabas who is on a seek and destroy mission for their stupid arguments. Um, <laughs> and uh, I find myself as, in person. I don't find it as difficult because you can just sort of like. If you just don't say a lot, they kind of run out of words at some point. I find right. it especially tempting to engage the idiots on social media, which is infinitely more fruitless or less fruitful, whichever is the right way to say that, than uh than a conversation. And so yeah, and it and it and it it is always dissatisfying. Because it does mm-hmm. not matter if you're right, you always lose. Yeah. It's a lose lose. And and, yeah, and sadly you're not allowed to tell them to just Shut up. Like just shut up and go away. Because because apparently that's not southern politeness. Yeah, the interesting I mean, thing about working at a yeah. college
0: is that by its very nature, a college campus is like everybody's a well actually. You know what I mean? Like like yes. yeah. You make, your, you make your living being a well actually guy. So I, I think by the nature of being in this business, I'm I've developed some of the equipment to like just be entertained by it. You know what I mean?
2: Um, Yeah, you can like, you have have to make
0: like a bingo game out of it,
2: you know, in terms of you you (laughs) You learn people's catchphrases and, oh, this is a trigger topic for Professor so and so. And so, yeah, you can kind of turn it into a game,
0: kind of like the crazy on these like 4,000 word emails, you know, and and it it can be super entertaining.
1: But, Big T, I feel like what's great about your position is that like you can always be the guy that gets the last word. So, you know what I mean? So you always can combat the well, actually, and just go, all right, class dismissed.
0: No, no, no more words. I guess so, man. No more words. Yeah. I get to decide when the words are over, which is, you're the decider. You are the decider. I had a
2: professor in college who was so good at that. Uh, Sam Storms, who's, he's a pastor in in Oklahoma now, but he, uh, so he taught, I took multiple theology classes from him and, you Mm -hmm. know, I was at Wheaton where everybody fancied themselves a genius and, uh, all right, and would just love to argue with him because he wasn't mm-hmm. shy about his own theological stance he would teach sort of the full survey of 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 stances on things but he wasn't shy about his own and then people would come at him and there was always one or two kids who were sort of especially blowhardish and uh mm-hmm. he would just sort of put his elbow on his lectern and put his put his chin on his hand and just nod mm-hmm. while they were talking and then they would they <laughs> would finish and he would give like a 2 second pause and just go all right and then just keep lecturing as as
0: if they had not said anything and uh you know dude which is which is literally the most condescending and like last wordish thing you can do it's amazing but
2: also in some ways like a very gracious thing to do because he i'm sure he could have dismantled their argument i'm sure he could have made you yeah. know been drawn into the spectacle and he just he didn't shame them he just didn't give mm. any credence to the 7 minutes of useless words they had just said <laughs>
0: that's it. outstanding there you go there's a template for you big t no that's good baby i'm gonna use that so boy speaking of <clears throat> i don't know gestures and and words um there were some protest marches uh recently and and i feel like i sh- we should talk about them i don't know that's all i'm gonna say about um uh, <laughs> So so we'll, they deserve our attention in some way, shape.
2: All right,
1: way. moving on. The next topic. Yeah, we it's, it's thing it, that happened. On. And
0: uh, I don't know. You want to talk? You know, about that whole it. thing that happened on the thing, and then. Yeah. Uh, so moving on. What's our next topic? The thing that happened about the thing. Uh, okay. I don't know. You guys want to say anything about it? Um. Well. On. So I guess it
2: was what last Saturday from the time we are recording this. Uh. They. You know. Those. The. The women's protest. Um. Marches all over the country and. And you know, I knew about them happening in other cities. I had forgotten that Nashville was also having one, and I took my daughters downtown for uh just to hang out because it was it was my younger daughter's birthday, so she wanted to go to a restaurant down there and and we got to the restaurant like two minutes before all of the the protesters started filtering kind of into down the downtown area where all the restaurants were. And the thing oh, wow. the thing that stood out to me the most was mm-hmm. how happy they were. Oh, like man. it was it was they were upbeat. It's fun. They were, it's something to do. Yeah, I mean, it was. But like, you hear <laughs> protests in this day and age, and you think like riot, or you think like, yeah, right. I, I want them to be happy. I think that's right. Great, no, man. that's Just... the thing is like, I I loved it, and it also sparked some really good conversations with me and my daughters who are eleven and eight about what are they protesting, and so how mm-hmm. women have not always been feeded, treated fairly, and these different kinds of things. So uh-huh. from that standpoint, I thought it was great. Now, like, I know that there are there are people who were very upset about it because of the ties to planned parenthood and and many of the pretty egregious statements about abortion that were made but i also know that mm-hmm. like that was a portion of the women and then a lot of women were there for kind of dealing just with more general women's rights issues and so i i don't know mm-hmm. overall i thought i thought it was really cool and uh, i'm sure somebody will be offended that i said that but i thought the other thing that that i saw that that i thought was really really cool was had some friends who were retweeting uh, police departments from around the country where these protests mm-hmm. happened, and consistently it was like uh, most respectful, best protest we've ever had in this city. <laughs> uh, zero arrests, no conflict. Yep. There were videos of like protesters high fiving police and vice versa. Just the the tone of it aside, mm-hmm. and I realize you probably can't. Somebody's going to say you can't say aside from abortion, but just the general tone of it was so supportive. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought it was really cool in that way.
0: That's great. Big R, what, uh, what do you have to say about this? Was there a, a, a chapter of this in Ashland? Did, did this movement make it to A-Town?
1: <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, um, I don't think it made it to A-Town, but it, it made it to our sister town of Worcester. Or if you were looking at the word printed on paper, you might want to say Worcester. The big city uh, of Wooster, the, big the Manhattan of, of uh,
0: central Ohio. Tell me about Wooster, baby. What are we looking at there? Yeah, so we're looking at sort of an upscale
1: version of a town where you got sort of like this, uh, you got this kind of, you know, uh, this kind of this downtown urban revitalization development where everything looks kind of like small, big city. Everything's yeah, kind of nice
0: market. We got a little hipster microbrew place. We got a, couple yeah, of it's locations. all that kind of stuff. Right.
1: Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like a, a mini fill in the blank city kind yeah. of environment. And they're pouring a lot of money into it. It's actually really great. Uh, Cause it kind of lacks the crowdedness of a city, but it kind of has a lot of the, uh, the embellishments, you know, so they had a little bit of a, of a March there. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, it's like anything, I think Piper said it well, you know, I think these are issues that people are, you know, especially women. There's there's a lot of tension right now, you know, given given you know uh, he, he what just happened, right? What what just happened with the uh, you know the highest office in the land, and uh, and I think especially in the church, there's a lot of of tension in that. And I think um, again, if if we want to just go to sort of the pro life aspect of it, I think you called it out well with that article you wrote, Pipe, which was how do we be holistically uh, pro life because there was a there was a subgroup called new wave feminists who are like pro life feminists that tried to get in on the march. And uh, basically, the feminist organizations pushed back and basically said you're uninvited because you have to be pro-choice. Well, and, and that was like a as, a, the-
2: as a as a official an official group participant. I think obviously anybody could go march. Anybody could march, yeah.
1: absolutely. But as an official group, they were told no, you have to stay home. And so there's again, so you know, for us who are you know pretty vehemently. You know, and holistically, as Piper really well, you know, very graciously pointed out in that article. You know, we're holistically pro-life. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of implications uh, to that, especially for uh, the church, and just for looking at this whole like what we would call the feminist movement as a whole, which again would be about a lot of the same things we would ba- we would be about, right? Except for the fact that there it's a uh, it's they're they're discriminatory. You know what I mean? Because they don't they're not holistically about all life and about all life for women, you know? And so
2: I would just, I would just add on that, on that point, if, if you want to see a, a, an exceptional six minute video on being holistically pro-life, um, three artists who, who are with humble beast records, uh, collaborated with desiring God to put together. It's, it's only like a six minute video, um, on, uh, on what is, what is pro-life from a racial standpoint, from a, for the unborn standpoint and from a gender standpoint, so sort of the three most kind of divisive issues, and it was so good. I mean, excellently done, creatively, but also just yeah, the good. The, uh, the words they did. So if you if you just googled like "humble beast, desiring God, pro life" or or all life, you would you would find it, and it it's really good. So I would point listeners to go check that out too.
1: And I think you know it's weird. I was talking to my I was talking to my wife about this, and I think what I think what it kind of showed me and what is that it, they're really there almost needs to be a new category created, right? Because the old, you know, the old feminist agenda is discriminatory and then you have sort of a pro life agenda. And again, we're going back decades now, which didn't encompass all of life. You know what I mean? So it it ignored certain things. I mean, to me, there needs to be some new categories created like really with, um, with, with, you know, again, some really great articles that I've been reading as of late since the inauguration, even that article you wrote pipe, which is just, Hey, um, if we're going to be about you know uh, you know equity that has to include everybody, and let's create a new category for it, let's create a new title for it, and uh, let's include rights for uh, the born and the unborn, and let's uh, let's not be discriminatory movements anymore. And so I don't know. I think I think it raised all those questions, and I think the church needs to have some new categories for it.
2: Well, and I think the the more we can work on blending these ideas together. Instead of kind of, cause I feel like the, the thing that happens a lot is people will take a stance on an issue. So women's rights, racial equality, life of the mm-hmm. unborn, and they pit themselves against the others. And, uh, in, and I saw an interview with, uh, one of the artists who's in that video, a guy named Propaganda, and he basically said, emphasizing one person's suffering does not discount another person's suffering. And, right. uh, and I just, that's the thing that has gotten so frustrating to me about it is that, is that if you if you point out racial inequality or racial injustice, people will say, "Well, what about the unborn?" And I just want to say, yes, them too. Like there, it's it's all it it needs to be a comprehensive or working together so people have their different points of emphasis. But, but yeah, but the but reason not, why we're those not pitted questions against come one up one is
1: – yeah, they shouldn't be pitted once. Against one another, but the reason why whenever you say that the question comes up is because there hasn't been equity right that's why you know what I mean so yes whenever especially, you go after especially one in it, the
2: white yeah. evangelical church, which has focused on the unborn at the expense of uh women's rights and and racial equality, and that's you know yeah that, I mean no question I mean in no terms question. of money and effort, that is the that's the one in the church that the the church community that we're pretty much part of. Yeah, no, that we uh, that we are a part of. <laughs> I love how you had the caveat of of pretty much Piper. Appreciate that. Well, I Appreciate. Well, I'm sorry that, that that was a misplaced modifier. I meant that I meant that not the entirety of the community has the, the same sentiment. Issue. You were saying the yeah. sentiment. So it's yes. it's exactly. not that we are not part of it, but that there are parts of the community that do a better job than others, but they're a minority. You know,
1: you know, Big T, like that church that we're pretty much a part of.
2: Yeah, I I dip in periodically. I I sample church. <laughs>
1: Is Big T still with us, Piper, or are we just? We got, did he bow out? He's waiting. Is he's this like talking. the equivalent of? Is this the equivalent of like sports for you,
2: Big T?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was doing some other stuff. But How's uh... that, is
2: that, did you finish your risotto yet?
0: How's the risotto? Yeah, the risotto's finished. It was terrific. Thank you guys for asking. No, thank you. so much. Well, good. Much. I
2: mean, I hope that uh, that that kicks into your bloodstream a little bit, raises your blood sugar levels, you get some energy, you're not so hangry about things. Ted, I, I just so find it. I'm
1: just fascinated by that you finally know how I feel
0: about, about the sports stuff. So can can you want to feed in a little bit on this, man? Where are you at with this? Baby, listen to me. I've walked a mile in your shoes now, and by that <laughs> I mean I, I mean I've listened to ten minutes of things that I'm I'm not at all interested in. So I know I know now. I I know how you live, Big R.
1: Oh my you know gosh! I, I mean, I mean, it, it, is our is our friendship starting to like materialize into some some new regions that never before existed, man? Is that what's it's happening right at, now for empathy us? Empathy
2: at work, gentlemen. Wow! A, you know what? We're
1: better friends for it. We are better friends for it. It's big now. It's big now. I feel like it's we can do anything. Big. We can conquer anything. We can march for anything now together, big team. Let's march for each other, <laughs> and
0: by that I mean let's take a walk. I'm in with us. Ash-
1: I'm, with I'm with us. I'm with us. Hashtag. I'm with us.
0: Let's get a beautiful baby coffee in, uh, in that little place in A-Town we used to go to, and then let's go to the weird used record store and uh, and not buy anything, and, and we'll call it a day.
1: You know what, man? Uh, this is what I say we do. I say we do all of that. We throw the football around a little bit, and then we do a little march down Main Street for life. How about that? And we'll just I we'll combine it. everything together into one holistic whole, sports and life. We'll call it hashtag sports life. I'm with us.
0: Boys, I have one more question for both of you <laughs> quickly before we uh... – before we mercifully end this episode, <laughs> mercifully to you, some of us are enjoying this. Mercifully to me, I'm not enjoying it, but I'm glad you guys are. You know, seriously, and I mean that. Like, I, I feel it's, like that's a real sign that, that's of maturity. part of being a grown up. Yeah. Like, I feel good when you guys are enjoying it. Say, you know that's what a I, real sign I mean by maturity? That's, I'm, I'm impressed.
1: That's the kind of attitude we're talking about for people that need to be about all, the, the right things, the same thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's Ted, it.
2: Ted, you are an embodiment of the
0: virtues we we're discussing. Exactly. I'm with you guys even when I'm not with you, even when I'm like, you know, looking at NFL.com as you're sharing about, about certain things. I'm still with, you know what I mean?
1: I I know because hashtag I'm with us. We know that. We never doubted that for a second, big T.
0: Boys, my question is this, have you ever marched? Have you ever done any kind of marching, any, any, any March situation? And what, let me, uh, let me
1: start really quickly because mine is going to take some time. The answer is uh, no. Okay.
2: (laughs) Um, My church was super, growing up, was ch- super involved in like the March for Life. Um, okay. So when I was, b- before I was able to make decisions for myself and I would get towed places by my parents, I was at a lot of those, which are always, they're always that second or third week in January uh, in Minnesota mm-hmm. at the Capitol building. It's a lovely time to be alive. It's negative eight degrees and we're, I'm like, I'm like, I have a right to life and it's not <laughs> out here where I'm going to die in six minutes. <laughs> from exposure. So, uh, no, I, I was, I was part of some of those, but at the same time, like I make fun of it, but as a kid to be part of that, I had an awareness level raised that I think, uh, has, has done, done me a lot of good over the years that I, I, you know, I don't think I would have had if my parents had not sort of forcibly wrapped me in blankets and, you know, yeah you're better for it. You're better for it. Yeah. And mittens and, and stuck me out there. You're better for it like me and Big T. Are better for a lot of things now after that last admit. You, you guys really so worked we're... through a lot of things, and and it was I mean it was really cleanly done. That was really not tense at all. I'm impressed. That's
1: how you do it. That's how you, do it. you, That's know how
0: you do
2: it. We're
1: going to write a book about it, right? I've already hold on. Writing just okay. We got the deal. Um, we'll just come up with a title and we'll get started on that. Big T, whenever you're ready. Redeeming friendship. There it is.
2: <laughs> done. Pretty sure somebody <laughs> already wrote that one, but I don't know who.
0: I'm sure I think I think we should call it redeeming disinterest. Yes, even even better. Redeeming disinterest. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, that's kind of cross way, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's It's a little mm. bit a little counterculture,
2: but but also kind of real theological.
1: Absolutely. If you can just send us that uh, if you can just send us that quick uh, forward for it, we'll uh, we'll get started on it as soon as we can.
2: Well, actually, could you guys just write it and then I won't read it, but I'll endorse it. You, well, can you
1: just endorse it, and we won't write it, and we'll just release an endorsement?
2: <laughs> I'll think about it, dude. I
1: want
0: to release a whole book of endorsements. That's all I want. I just, just want blurbs. endorsements. Yeah. yeah. Well, so- only blurbs, only forwards, blurbs and forwards. That's all I want. There are uh, really, there are some books brilliant. where that's
2: uh, there are some books out right now where there are there are enough of those in the book to almost be a volume. You know, where it's like yeah, n- man, it's like nine to ten pages of endorsements, and then the forward, and then the introduction.
1: I mean, guys, has that just gotten – I mean, I've noticed that, Pipe. I mean, like that has just literally gotten out of control. Like let me ask a question. Have you guys ever – do you guys ever read endorsements in the front of a book? I mean, like you already bought the book, right? Like why do you need to read the endorsements? I'm assuming that like I'm –
0: Only when I'm being petty and like competitive. You know what I mean? (laughs) To see who only got the I'm endorsement like, that you
1: weren't able to get on your last
0: book—is that exactly. what you exactly? Yeah, only when I'm, I'm being self-loathing and 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 just doing something that I know will make me feel awful.
1: That's right. Why. So right, but like for me, so I'm like if I so I, I typically order books. So when I get the book, it, it's like I already bought it. I I purchased it. It didn't yeah, well, like sell me that. the book. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. I, yeah. I, you, you want to know what I use endorsements for? Re- recommending Kindle deals. So when I tweet out a Kindle mm. deal, I'll if I'm not super familiar with a book, because I don't recommend only books I've read because then I would run out of books to recommend. But uh, sure. I go look and see who endorsed it, and I'm like, oh, I like those people. It must be an okay book, uh, knowing full well that none of them read it. But uh, – so so I use it for that. Also, do you know how many endorsements I got for my next book? How many? Zero. 20,000? Good for uh, you. Do you, know, do you know who I got to wrote the, write the forward? Who? Nobody. Good. No forward, for no forward, no endorsements. Piper, I love how
1: contrarian
2: that is, man. Were you doing it to be contrarian, or was everybody like, I just, yeah, I don't feel like endorsing the book? In, in talking to the marketing people at my publisher, we were all just sort of exhausted with the grind of the same old stupid stuff that gets done to market books. And yeah. you know, some of it is necessary, but just those were not things we looked at and thought it was super necessary. And I'm just I think a forward can be a valuable thing. Um but I also think it's also not really a thing that sells a book. So, yeah. you know, if I had gotten, I don't know, pick pick your pick your favorite pastor, or culture maker, or whatever to write to write a forward, I I don't know that it would have appreciably enhanced the book at all.
1: Piper, I'm t- I told you I would have written. I, w- I would have written an endorsement. I mean, if you needed a guy to actually push units, I told you I would have written an endorsement. Here's, but you didn't ask. Here's the
2: other thing. You never if, asked. if you want to effectively market a book, if you ask somebody for an endorsement, it's hard to go back to them and say, "Hey, will you share this book publicly?" Because you've, right. you've already made an ask. I would much rather have anybody who would have endorsed it like tweet about it.
0: Because yeah, one, one
2: tweet is equal to an endorsement in my mind, and I, you know, I'd love it if they would share it more than once, but. That that to me has way more value in helping people know about it than than putting three generic sentences in the inside the book that nobody looks at.
1: I hear you, man. I'm with you on that. I like that. That's really that's that's very anti-establishment. It's very contrarian. It's very close to my heart. I dig it. I will never do another endorsement.
2: It's way less work too. not getting endorsements, way less work than getting endorsements. Shocker. Well, now your
1: book's going to sell four instead of five copies. Can you live with that pipe?
2: Uh, If it sells four
0: instead of five copies, I can.
2: (laughs) I'm not sure the publisher
0: can. (laughs) Boys, this has literally reminded me that I have a book here on my desk that I've just picked up that I was supposed to endorse, (laughs) and I totally forgot about it. Well, see, we do serve a purpose. Look at us helping you.
1: Did you, did you, did you already just finish not reading it and then make the endorsement before the end of the the program? Yeah,
0: I'm finished with not reading it. I'll I'll disclose that much.
1: Okay, cool.
0: And the chances of me actually reading it, I think, are pretty slim, man.
1: But T, I actually like. I mention you in that book. Can you at least just like read the first is chapter? This
0: Rod, is not this not Ronnie's book?
2: Christmas novel?
0: <laughs> no, no, this is some book from some guy. Ronnie. Did you thought.
2: name? Did you name a character <laughs> uh, Theodore Cluck? I didn't, man, but I got close.
1: I got close, but I did not. I don't want to do that to you boys, so I try to be respectful.
0: Maybe you know? that would be amazing. Would, no, you, you have you have my permission to do I was that. Say, okay, well, that, I'm working on I'm a, working on another one right
2: now. I'll, I'll do that. You then, say do that permission. to you like it's like an insult. I think it would be amazing to have a character named after me, especially because there's no doubt who it's named after because there's not a lot of Barnabas floating around out there.
1: I'd probably put a twist <clears> in it and call you Bar- Barney if that's cool. I mean, you know, I, 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 I might just— I don't
2: know if that would suit a book very well. It's— <laughs> not a lot of great characters named Barney.
1: Yeah, well, you know. That's a matter of opinion, you know, depending on whether you like the Andy Griffith show or not. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying <laughs> generally. Fair, but fair uh, enough. Man, we're just like we're it's almost like this program right now feels like a, a gallon of milk just like sort of fell over on the table and it's just reaching the edge and it's starting to drip like slowly off you the know, table. we got
0: to we got we got to end this thing cuz Pipe and I have uh, we we got to do our sports show, but uh Boys, it's been uh, it's been fun. And by that, I mean, I ate some risotto and did some other stuff. Um, cool. You didn't but, read that book and didn't write that endorsement. I it's didn't awesome. read the book and I didn't, and didn't really host this podcast either. You,
2: you actually really, really didn't. The yeah.
1: But you know what that means? That means that uh, Piper, me and you like someday uh, when, when Big T can't, is not available, like we're able to. Pull we can, this can off. do it. Yeah, you we can talk
2: all the social justice we want. And
1: I Ted, think we can do
0: it. Will not be bored by us.
2: Right. He cannot be
1: writing endorsements, you know, on some tropical island while he's oh, on vacation. I see what happened. Like,
0: you guys have a thing now without me. Would, this is good for Ted. Ted this, is a, this is a Ted would. Wait, do a, you think this is passive aggressive? Ted,
2: right would now? You ever, I'm not trying to get. Would you ever want to join us on a on a Happy Ranch social justice podcast? We'd,
0: we'd be happy to have you. We would love to have you on. No, uh uh-uh. uh. I want no part of that. Oh. Do you feel better for having uh. been invited? No, not, not especially.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, you're not a Southerner, so that makes sense. Uh, exactly. Exactly. You're a
1: northerner. You're actually more northern than I. I mean, I'm like a new northerner. I mean, you're like a you're like a native
0: northerner, Big T, because you were like a Michigan guy all those years. Yeah, baby, that's Dude. right. All right, boys, we have uh, we have wandered to and fro, which really I think it applies more today than than <laughs> perhaps ever in the history of this program. Um, we are doing great from a from a listener's standpoint. Pipe, you you shared with us off the air that. Uh, that this program is about to set records for downloads. We've had our best month. Uh, no thanks to this episode, for sure. <laughs> Just because you uh, didn't like it, Ted. <laughs> that's true. Maybe others will like it. I hope they do. You know what? I hope they do. Uh, but if you're a listener of this program, if you're a longtime listener, we appreciate you. We appreciate your loyalty. We appreciate you sticking with us even when, uh, you know, the, 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 the host doesn't even want to stick with the episode you know yet you did hashtag yet i did hashtag ted's with us i'm with us exactly folks i'm with you as well we uh we appreciate you listening and until next time rachel the held evans the happy rant is brought to you by resonate
2: recordings resonate has helped us with our editing and mastering pretty much from the beginning of the podcast if you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Mark and Jake do a fantastic and timely job with all sorts of podcast services. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast.